Welcome back to 3-Minute Doctrine with me, Sergeant Aaron Haft. In October of 1918, the American Expeditionary Force was slogging its way through the fight in the Meuse-Argonne, in what would become the largest battle in the Army's history. Fighting through the dense forests of the Argonne, the AEF faced line after line of German defenses. By mid-month, the Michigan and Wisconsin National Guard, making up the 32nd Division, had slowed their advance after encountering the trenches of the Kriemhilde Stella. To break through this heavily fortified line, the division would need to employ a tactical technique known as the penetration. The penetration is one of the six forms of maneuver identified in Army doctrinal publications such as FM 3-90-1, ADP 3-90, and FM 3-0. According to this doctrine, the six forms of maneuver are the envelopment, turning movement, frontal attack, penetration, infiltration, and the flank attack. Combined arms organizations accomplish their mission by synchronizing the contributions of all warfighting functions to execute these forms of maneuver. So what exactly is a penetration? FM 1-02.1, Operational Terms, provides common language descriptions of the tasks and maneuvers that make up larger army doctrine. If you're looking to understand something described in another publication, Operational Terms is the place to check. According to FM 1-02.1, a penetration is a form of maneuver in which an attacking force seeks to rupture enemy defenses on a narrow front to disrupt the defensive system. By destroying the continuity of an enemy defense, a penetration allows for the isolation and defeat of pockets of enemy resistance in smaller sections. The penetration turns a defensive line into a defensive area and forces the enemy to cover more ground and defend in a way which they may not have been prepared for. A commander can employ a penetration when there is no easily accessible flank, when enemy defenses are overextended or weak in certain areas. For success in this type of operation, a commander must use overwhelming combat power and cannot hold back any forces until the initial penetration is ensured. Once through the initial defense, a commander must make sure that they designate additional units for follow-on support and mop-up operations to ensure the initial success is exploited rapidly. On 14 October 1918, a heavy barrage crashed into German lines, prepping the objective for the 32nd Division's next move. Elements of the Division's 128th Infantry crashed through German positions, creating then exploiting a breach in the line and establishing defensive positions near the town of Romagna. Following the penetration of the line, elements of the 125th Infantry advanced, capturing the town itself and deploying small units to mop up remaining resistance. Elements of the Division's 126th and 127th Infantry isolated and destroyed German positions on the Côte d'Amerie. By the next morning, the 32nd Division had established a new front line and completed the penetration of the vaunted Kriemhilde Stellen. The 32nd Red Arrow Division was successful in their operation because they employed the elements of the penetration still found in our doctrine today. Focusing overwhelming combat power in one location, using shaping operations to fix and destroy the remaining enemy, and rapidly exploiting and reinforcing the success of the penetration. The 32nd Division would continue fighting with the AEF until 11 November, when the guns fell silent. When it came time to design the divisional insignia, the men of the Wisconsin and Michigan National Guard settled on a red arrow piercing a horizontal line, forever memorializing their penetration of every German line of defense they encountered. Though the equipment and uniforms have changed dramatically since the red arrow penetrated the Kriemhilde Stellen, the foundations of good solid doctrine remain the same today. Today, commanders can use ISR assets to surveil enemy lines for weak points or exploit the breach with fast-moving mechanized columns. But remembering the basics established by those who came before us can help us reach success on a modern battlefield. So when you're planning your next offensive operation, remember to reference some doctrine and draw from the experiences of those who came before us.